And now the weather. Expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April. And we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to TaxAct. TaxAct? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using TaxAct. Always happy to brighten your day. TaxAct. Switch to TaxAct today and start for free. See TaxAct.com for details. Everybody, it's time for the run through. I am your host Logan, and I'm joined by Jordan Hames. What to do, Jordan? What's up? Uh, thanks for having me again, yeah, dude. Again, <laughs> again, back to back. Not really, but you were on plain and simple. Yeah, and then uh, made a guest appearance today on the Binge Boys to talk about I Am Legend. How do you feel? I feel good. Great movie. That's amazing. Yeah. Jordan, before we get into I Am Legend, there's a few things I want to go over with you first and everybody else that's listening. If my damn phone wants to do the thing that it's supposed to do. There you go. So everybody, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. If this is your first time, the premise is that each week, my co-hosts and I break down the hottest in TV and movies. Every Thursday, which is today, the day you're listening to this, we have a bonus episode of the Binge Boys entitled The Run-Through. On those episodes, I'm joined by a co-host who wants to dive in on a particular movie and break it down element by element and give an in-depth review. A lot of these movies that we do here on The Run-Through are three, four, five, sometimes 10 or 20 years old. Uh, Movies that we didn't get a chance to review because the Binge Boys didn't exist at the time. So it gives us a chance to go back and revisit some older movies and kind of relive and watch for the first time a bunch of movies we missed in the past, which is awesome. First things first, I need you to go to Instagram and follow us at Binge Boys Podcast and on Twitter at Binge Boys Pod. Uh, That's where you get our announcements, our top five lists, our reviews, and more. Next thing, go to iTunes. Make sure you've left that five-star rating and that you're subscribed. If you listen on Spotify, make sure you're following along there as well. It helps us out a ton. And then just to tell somebody in need about the program. Jordan, I don't know if you knew, but we're about to go into the new year. Oh, we are. We are. Rapidly approaching. It is. And you know what? What is one of the biggest things is off the top of your head, people say... New Year starts, I'm going to start doing this. What do you think? Go to the gym. Absolutely. Uh, And everybody wants to be on their hotness and fitness journey. And one of the biggest aspects of that lifestyle is eating healthy and meal prepping. Most people have no idea where to start and they're overwhelmed by options and they don't know what meals suit them best for the goals they want to achieve. Luckily, Prepped and Ready has that solution. Prepped and Ready meals deliver high quality, fresh meals with health and fitness in mind. With a variety of healthy and low-calorie but delicious meals, they can cater to anyone's personal needs. If you live in the greater Atlanta area and you're interested in meal prep made simple, you should head over to PreppedReadyMeals.com and use code BINGE15 
at checkout for 15% off your first time order. If you're on the fence, if you want to try it, use that promo code. And what do you have to lose? Nothing. What do you have to gain? 15% more of your money. Uh, whereas if you didn't have the promo code, you'd be paying full price. But no. Binge 15 for 15% off your order. Uh, Jordan, also, if you're like me, I don't know what your household looks like with Miranda and you in terms of your water bottle situation. Do you guys have a lot of water bottles, Yeti cups, koozies? We, yeah, I'm a cup fiend. Are you so a cup if fiend? I see like a good cup, yeah, then I'll grab one. Okay. And so we've had to throw a lot of mine out, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's only the top tier cups have made the cut now. Okay. Well, if you're like me and you, and you have 20 water bottles or koozies or containers in your kitchen, and it's just plain annoying and inconvenient having to swap out different ones for different beverages. If you share that frustration with me, which maybe sounds like Miranda shares that frustration uh, with me because probably, Catherine probably. is just like you, and she sees uh, a cup or a water bottle. Like, that water bottle right there is brand new. Like, she didn't have that two weeks ago. But then she didn't have to clean a different one. So yeah, but then the other ones just stack in the, uh, the, the cabinet. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Frost Buddy. Frost Buddy is the world's first universal beverage can or bottle cooler. The universal 2.0 holds 16-ounce soda bottles and cans, all slim cans, 12-ounce bottles, cans, and more. Uh, no longer will your dishwasher be filled with seven different bottles and coolers after a long week. No, sir. No, ma'am. Just Frost Buddy. If you're interested in jumping on that Frost Buddy train, go to frostbuddy.com and use the code Logan Lewis for 10% off your purchase. It's awesome. I have it in the cupboard. It's amazing. It keeps all kinds of cans clean, or sorry, cold, and it's just it's just convenient. It's just convenient. Uh, I might have to snag me one. You might man. have to. You might have to. All right, Jordan. We're here to talk about I am legend but before i ask for your thoughts on it let me give the people at home some background information on the movie it was released december 14th 2007 wow um it was directed by francis lawrence uh stars will smith and many more not the other actors and actresses in the movie aren't very well known it's pretty much will smith and his lovely dog the synopsis of the movie reads as robert neville neville Neville, uh, played by Will Smith, is a brilliant scientist and a survivor of a man-made plague that transforms humans into bloodthirsty mutants. He wanders alone through New York City, calling out for other possible survivors and works on finding a cure for the plague using his own immune blood. He knows he is badly outnumbered and the odds are against him. All the while, the infected wait for him to make a mistake that will deliver Robert into their hands. Budget for this movie is $150 million, which is a lot for that's, 2007. That's a, yeah. Even now, that, I mean, you can make a good movie for $150 million. Hell yeah, you can. Opening weekend, this movie attracted $77.2 million. Do you want to take a stab at what it made throughout its theatrical run? Repeat what it made on opening weekend. Opening weekend, it made $77 million. Say three hundred million. It made a whopping five hundred and eighty-five point four million, a half of a billy. 
It was, I think, one of the highest grossing movies of all time at that time. Yeah. Lastly, the last thing that we say about the movie before we get into it is that the critics gave this movie on Rotten Tomatoes a 68%. The fans also gave it a 68%. Do you agree with this rating, Jordan? No. I'd have to go at least an 80 yeah, I think at so. At least an 80. I mean, if not, especially for its time. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe it hasn't aged, it hasn't aged as well for me, but in 2007 to 2012, if you watched it in that five-year span, uh-huh. it, it was a really good movie. Yeah. What what year did you graduate high school? 2014. Okay, so we graduated the same year. Yeah. So, so you were in 2007. So we were 11, We were in like sixth, maybe fifth, fifth grade. grade. Yeah. Wow. Were you when you were young? Did your parents have a problem with you going to see like edgy movies in the theaters? Yeah, mine too. Yeah, or just uh, even like watching rated R movies on TV. Oh yeah, it my parents like, were like, "Leave the room." The devil yeah. is on TV. <laughs> so I remember we. I mean, we didn't even really watch Harry Potter until years later. Really, like even stuff like that. But um, yeah, it got a lot better. So, but I, when especially being because I'm the oldest and mm-hmm. you are too. Yeah. The yeah. oldest can't has no. to experience everything, yeah. and then the other children can just do whatever they want. Exactly. So exactly. that was a big uh, that impacted that a lot. Absolutely. I think there was a period of time where like my mom wouldn't even like let me watch like Batman because she was afraid that like the Joker would corrupt my mind and like turn me into a deviant or something. I don't know what she was afraid of. Yeah, I, I, that's a, that's a little extreme. The Dark Knight came out the no. next year. Isn't that crazy to think about? But, 2008? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That has held up well. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. I think it's... You know what's funny is that... And I'm not dogging on I Am Legend at all, but like I Am Legend looks like it was made in 2007. No, 100%. The Dark Knight looks like it could have been made in the 20-teens. Easily. It could have been 2018. Yeah. Easy. Absolutely. you, You could tell me that. Just like the camera quality or just the production value on it holds up that much i haven't done a run through for the dark knight yet that's gonna have to come along at some point maybe on the 10 year anniversary well, is that next no well we're past that are we you yeah said, if it came oh, out in 2008 yeah 15 years 2008 whatever next year's anniversary is you can just uh call it the i think we'll special. do it we'll probably do it around the time that the batman comes out the new that's batman movie probably a in March. idea that's yeah. why you run the podcast it's okay. Big brain moves. <laughs> Boss moves only. Yeah. Um, so, also, for people who don't know or haven't made the connection yet, if you didn't listen to Plain and Simple, Jordan is married to Miranda, who was on last week's episode of Legally Blonde, which the day we're recording this is today. So, that's that connection for you, so you know. A little bit of time inception going on right now. Yeah. I'm They're listening that. to this a week from now. But today is the Thursday that Miranda's episode came out. out. No, today is not. The day it came out, yeah. 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 I need to listen to it. It's okay. No, I'm just kidding. She did great. Shouts to you, Miranda. She probably killed it. Shouts. Big Big (laughs) shouts. Oh, man, the shouts. Um, So, Jordan, you said probably 80-ish is what you would give it. So, out of five. Or actually, let's try this. If you were to give it a letter grade... What would you give it? And you can go A plus or A minus or yeah. just a regular A. What would you What would you say for this movie? What would you give it? I'd go at least a, 
I'd say a hard B plus or soft A minus. Oh wow, that good to you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, B plus and A minus are right there at each yeah. other. So, but it. I mean, I don't know. It's held up really like. I haven't watched it in I don't know how long, and it's been out for 13 years. So when I watched it like two weeks ago, I was like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. You know, acting's not totally terrible. No. I also really like Big uh, Will Smith, so that's impacting that rating as well. I think yeah. he he's a great actor. Yeah, he's probably one of the best of our time. I would say so. Because he, he can do so much. Yeah, he's very versatile. Yeah. I mean, he's been in superhero movies. He's been in Western movies. He's been in... Like you said before we recorded, like Pursuit of Happiness, yeah. stuff that'll yeah. absolutely crush Pursuit of you. Happiness, iRobot, Hancock. Oh, Have man. you seen Hancock? Yes. Oh, that's a good man. One. That's one I haven't seen in years. That's one I wish there was a set. They could have had a second. One. They could have had a second. I am Legend too. Oh, dude, we'll, there's we'll this movie I need to tell you about. I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. Um, that Will Smith was in like two years ago. After Earth. No, but it was it was like a down to earth, like just a drama, and it was. Oh man, I got. I'm gonna look at his IMDb real quick. It was absolutely heartbreaking, but it was so damn good. Like, I re- it might not even have been Will Smith. It might have been Denzel Washington. I get the two mixed up a lot, uh, which is very unfortunate because they're both, both the goat. great work. Though. They're both the goat. Um, uh, give me that filmography. Okay, actor. Um, let me see. No, not that. No, not Gemini Man. Not Aladdin. Oh, Gemini Man's. Yo, it bad. might be this movie, Collateral Beauty. Let me see it. This might be it. Yo, this is so it, I think. Damn it, man. I don't know. Damn. I think it is. Basically, he plays um, this guy. The synopsis says, retreating from a life after tragedy, a man questions the universe by writing love, time, and death, receiving unexpected answers. He begins to see how these things interlock. Okay, so essentially, he I think he loses his daughter in a car accident or something tragic, and he basically, like, it's one of those, like, Father Time visits you movies. So, like, he's greeted by, like, a woman who says, like, hi, I'm love, and, like, I'm, a, oh, I'm here to talk you through your emotions. I've and definitely then not seen this. It's really good. Like, I bawled my eyes out in the theater. I remember I saw it alone. I was like, new Will Smith movie. Like, no one's going with me. I'm going to go see this shit myself. And it made me bawl my eyes out. It says it came out in 2016, which is wild because it does not feel that long ago. But you should definitely check it out. Put it on your list. It's really good if you can find it. Edward Norton's in it. Kate Winslet's in it. Michael Pena. There's a lot of good people in it. Oh, you know what? I have seen this. Yeah, dude. But when it came out, I couldn't tell you anything about it. Five no, years later. No, no. Got a bad Rotten Tomatoes score, though. Yeah. 14%. What the hell? That's not fair. And people are harsh. People are harsh. It's because his uh, he's he's got such great movies that when it's not on that level, they uh, rate it harder. Man, I'm just, like, going through all his movies I was now. just about to say, like, Man, listen to this run. So he had many. He had, like, the Men in Black movies. Then he had iRobot. Then he had Hitch. Then he had The Pursuit of Happiness. I Am Legend. Hancock. Seven Pounds. Man, that stretch of like five years is just incredible for him. That, Have you seen Seven Pounds? No. Ooh, man, that's that's along I'm the lines of Pursuit there. of Happiness, where it's really damn good. And 
I mean, he's an Aladdin. I forgot about that. Did you see that? Yes, it was good. It was good. It was I liked really it a lot. Good. I haven't I'm, seen the new Bad Boys, have you? I haven't. I haven't even seen the old ones. Wow. I know. You are really missing I haven't all. seen the old Men in Blacks either. Wow. I know. I know. Do you just hate yourself? <laughs> no. You are. Crucify me, I know. the podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. um, that, those are on the list, man. I, I, we Hey. Yeah. Maybe we do a run through of those a whole, at some point. I'm just gonna be the Will Smith run through guy. Hey, dude, we've toyed around with the idea of doing like run throughs of just like actors or directors, like careers. Yeah. So like two do, hour just, podcast. If you did that, yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about like you said, like some of the things that aged not so great, um, and the things that aged great. What do you think aged not so great about it? Um, some of the lines are a little corny. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wrote one down specifically in the very end. Okay. And she says, she's talking about him saving the world. And she says, this is his legend. And I just thought it was the corniest Ugh. thing. It was so cringy. Oh, you know what? I think and I remember her saying that. Isn't it like right when they're like entering when they're- the new civilization? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it was so bad. This is his legend. Yeah, like Ugh. they they per- they forced her to say that to, oh, yeah. just they had to, to tie say in the, the name. I am legend. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Like they could have done anything else, and they threw that in there just for that. Part and, of me thought it was when they, he was like shoving them in the hole in the wall, like when he was about to like pull the pin on the grenade. But no, it is at the end when like yeah. civilizations like kind of recovering. Right. And she's everyone's approaching her because she has the cure. For yeah. It. Damn, that was cheesy. I that forgot was, about that. But other than that, that's but that's probably the worst thing. I was like, that was a horrible line. But overall, other than that, I mean, he doesn't talk that much. Mm-mm. It's a pretty quiet of, movie. It is, but it's like still engagingly quiet. So you're not like, wow, this is boring. Let me play on my phone for two hours or however long it is. So when I start watching a movie at home, I'll be honest with everybody. My phone is in my hand at all times. Oh, yeah. But when a movie is good enough, it makes me go like, oh, I'm going to put this down real quick and, and, and watch the rest of the movie. Like, that's what I Am Legend did. Like, yeah. first five minutes, I was like, okay, it's starting off, whatever. And then, like, ten minutes in, I was like, okay. Like, I think it was at the scene in the beginning where him and the dog go out and they go into that, like, dark... Or the yes. dog, like, chases the deer into the dark and, warehouse. And he's yelling. And he's yelling for the dog and he goes... And he t- you know, turns the corner and the zombies are like sitting there doing like the little huddle thing or they're all like sleeping or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like this is me. And you're like, what is this? Oh my God. See, and you have, because I'd already seen it. I knew obviously everything that happened, but you probably had no idea. You're like, why, what are these things? Yeah. How did all of this happen? I thought it was funny, especially with all the like theorists out there, like in today's world about like, Oh, if you get that COVID vaccine, we're all going to turn into zombies or whatever, you yeah, know, like literally the whole, like the, the fact that we chose to review this movie like this year yeah, within this time period of like the Rona because they quarantine all of New York in the movie. Yeah. And that was a huge, it was a huge spot for the coronavirus at Yeah. Well, definitely in the beginning. And, uh, so people make fun of that, that like, oh, I am legend. He, they make a, there's a meme that Will Smith can predict everything that's happening because then I think Tesla came out with like a, with the humanoid a, thing. A robot. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, oh, here's I robot. Even Will Smith made a meme about it on his yeah. Instagram. Like, he's like, yo, I was in a movie about this and it didn't go he's well. He's like, didn't you see this movie? Something <laughs> like that. So it, it's kind of funny how hopefully, Will not, hopefully not all his movies come to life. Cause uh, I think some 
earth die. And, and, <laughs> and so uh, that'd not be good. Yeah, that was crazy. I definitely didn't like, I did definitely like, obviously full spoilers ahead. This movie came out 15 years ago. So if you haven't seen it by now, then yeah, I have no pity. You don't, you don't care. Y'all. I don't care if you, I mean, still go watch it, please. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. And there were a few things just because of pop culture that I knew that was going to happen. Number one being the dog was going to die. I knew that the dog was going to die. I just didn't know how or when. Like when the dog ran into the dark warehouse at the beginning, I was like, oh, that's it. Dog's dead. Dog's dead. Yeah. And um, the dog made it that like entire movie until like that, like, la- dude, if you want to talk about like some amazing acting on Will Smith's part. Yes. Like Happy. him sitting there like petting the dog as she's like slowly turning. Mm-hmm. And then when she like looks up and like starts like trying to nab him, I was like, Oh, this is it. This is when he's got to do it. Really he's going to have to kill her now. And I also thought they could have spun it where he was willing to test the cure on the dog though. That would, oh. I, I would have liked to see that. That's not a bad idea, but they said, nah, snap his neck. Damn. Yeah. That was heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Even though I knew it was coming, I was like, Right uh, my fields. cousin Tanner, uh, host of the other Binge Boys episodes, he was with me and he was just like, I could see him like glancing out the corner of his eye. He's like, you're not ready for this. And I was like, oh God, he's going to have to kill the dog now. Um, And then it happened. I was like, damn. Because the dog's like, and the way that the camera is shot, it's like the camera's like to Will Smith's like right. And you can like see him holding the dog and you see just the dog like kicking Struggling. its legs and stuff. And yes. you're like, oh, he's technically doing a good thing because the dog is no longer the dog. It's right. now the zombie or whatever, but it's still like his baby. Right. And, and all and those flashbacks the, where you see him caring for her as a puppy and you're right. like, this is painful, and man. The, another spoiler, his family's dead. Yeah. And that was the last thing his child gave to him before 10 seconds before blown up. Dude, you want to talk about the first time in the movie that I like my mouth just dropped is when their helicopter went down. When they collided. When the they, two planes when they collided. When they collided. Yeah. yeah. I was like. Oh my god. Right. Like I I was sitting here thinking like okay like they're making it look like they're they're putting him on the helicopter to go somewhere else and he was going to join them up later and maybe then they died but the fact that they got like they got like in the air haven't even taken off yet and then boom and just it shows the cut scene of all of the people jumping yeah. on the planes and pulling it back down. And it explains too why he, cause yet at some point in the movie, I was just like, why is he not just giving up and just going to be with his family? Well, then you find out they're all dead. Yeah. So right. it makes sense. Exactly. Um, I usually pose the question, uh, does the villain have a point? There's not really a villain in this movie. It's mainly just the, the pandemic that yeah. he's facing. And he's or the outbreak. Just trying the. Is there a difference between a pandemic and an outbreak? I would say a pandemic is. You can have a. I, I consider a pandemic like just mass chaos. Okay, so pandemic bit. doesn't necessarily have to be like medical we related. Yeah, let's. To, we don't have to ask. Yeah, let's let's. Th- yeah, I'll let you let you Google the definition, or I'll Google the definition of outbreak and see what we get here. Outbreak definition. Okay, according to the CDC, the word outbreak, a noun, the sudden or violent start of something unwelcome, such as war, disease, etc. So, like in an example sentence, it says, and then in the 1940s, there was the outbreak of World War II. So, outbreak doesn't necessarily have to mean medical. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's okay. So, that's actually what I was thinking of more of. Outbreak can be 
just something going wild. Okay. And then pandemic specifically has to do is an epidemic of an infectious disease that has spread across a large region. Okay. So, okay. so pandemic is the medical term where outbreak is. Could be in anything. Okay. I mean. Like you could even describe like, hey, we're recording this like two days after the Braves won the World Series. Shouts. Shouts. Go Braves. Man. Um, I cried. Have you seen how many people are expected at this parade tomorrow? Yeah, like one two million them. people. Yeah, I'm going. Oh my god! Well, either way, we could say like tomorrow there's going to yeah. be an outbreak of chaos downtown. No, it'll be glorious happiness. Yeah. There'll be no chaos. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Outbreak <laughs> said unwelcome chaos. This is welcome. This is welcome. If they can do whatever they want, everybody in the greater Atlanta area, if you have the option to work from home tomorrow and not get on the road. You yeah. should probably do that, especially if you work or have to use Cobb Parkway to get to work. Cobb Parkway is just going to get shut tell down. Tell your tomorrow. boss you're going to be late. Yeah. Or tell your boss, like, hey, I'm leaving early before this shit starts. Yeah. Go it in at 9, at, leave at 12, because I think 12 is when this 12, stuff starts, right? It, it comes, they start shutting the roads down at 10. Damn. <laughs> and yeah, then, I ain't going nowhere tomorrow, no. bro. Yeah. Um. Anyways, back to our movie. But yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, Um. Um, and then, so not necessarily villain. Um, another question I like to pose to the guest is, do you think this is a movie that will be remade in 20 years, 20 years, or maybe Um, just 20 years from when it was released, which would be around this time. I maybe, I don't think anymore because it might be a little too sensitive Mm -hmm. to the people that the real pandemic maybe. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I don't know who, I mean, I guess it's all, I think maybe in 10, 15 years they could. Just if they look at how successful it did and you can get a whole new generation of viewers to watch the movie. Yeah. I don't mind that. I, I could I don't see it happening though. I, I think it's I mean, grossed half, half a million half a billion dollars. So just on just in theater, right? Half yeah. a billion. Not even yeah. people like me who bought it on D V D. Right. I think that's just its theatrical run. So it uh I think they'll be satisfied with that part. Or they'll just wanna ride the high. 20 years later and remake it, I guess. It's always an option. Yeah, absolutely. So it says here in 2008, Next, the next question I we usually tackle is like, what kind of, how well did the sequels do for this movie? But there's no sequel for this movie. But it is in an article from Screen Rant, they say that in 2008, it was announced that I Am Legend was going to get a prequel to show how everything was going to happen. Um... At the time, Will Smith revealed that the film would see Robert and a team head to D.C. for a last stand against the infected humans. The prequel would naturally lead up to what was revealed about his past shortly before the fall of New York City in the first film. By 2011, though, no further development on I Am Legend 2 had occurred, and the director proclaimed that the project was dead in the water. I'm kind of happy. I think that would have flopped. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I mean... I think it was something different, especially for its time. And but they were they were trying to do too much. People want that. I mean, the action was a big part of it that made it so interesting. Yeah. You know, so for them to just it might not be as much action because they're looking at his story. Unless they're going to focus on his military background, but mm-hmm. I, I'd say it's it would flop if they would have made a second one. Yeah. With that storyline, I can agree. Back to like what aged the worst. This isn't necessarily something controversial or anything, but it's just kind of funny. In a scene where he is walking down New York City, you can see a billboard and it shows the Batman versus Superman logo. Because at the time they were like, and again, think about this. 
this is a couple years after Batman Begins was released and a year before Bat or The Dark Knight was released. So there was at, t- at the time a huge rumor that Christopher Nolan's Batman was going to be involved in a Superman project. Right. But it never happened until like f- seven years later. Yeah, way, well after this. Well after this movie. Um, and so this was, and I think Warner Brothers owns the rights to I Am Legend. I think it's yeah, a Warner Brothers so. movie. So that was them kind of like teasing that like, hey, in the future, like this movie is set a few years in the future. Right. S- yeah. There's going to be a really big Batman and Superman crossover didn't actually end up ever happening until yeah. 2016, I think, is when it was released. Which is also a good movie. You and think I, so, too? I like it. I like it, too. I like it. You know, I mean, I would have liked it to have been Christopher Nolan, but I thought Ben Affleck did a good job. I think so, too. I'll take it. I, I'll a, take it, too. We're not getting anything else, so take it and leave it. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to do another Batman versus Superman movie probably ever just because yeah. of the, the reception that this one got. We're doing good to get Flashpoint, people. We are. We're doing good hey. to see what we're going to have in that. So. Comes out a year from today, actually. Really? Fun fact for that's you. It's going to be a long wait. I know. I know. That's sad. Very sad. Um, what do you think aged the best? What's the best part about this movie, in your opinion? What do you think? Let me hear what you think first. Let me, yeah. I really, really think that the best part of this movie is the focused relationship between Will Smith and his dog. Like they do such a good job from the very get go of like showing you when they're when they first get the puppy, his family dies. So this dog is more than just like a pet. No, he doesn't want his pet to die, but it's also like represents the last bit of family he has. Yeah. In that moment when he strangles his dog, forget the dog's name. Sam, Sammy, Sam, something like S- that. something like that. I think it's Samantha, and they call her Sam. That's maybe. it. I think it's Samantha, and yeah. they call her Sam or Sammy. Um, but just that whole relationship with Samantha, I think it's an excellent thing. So by the time, like, if I hadn't known that dog was gonna die, I would have been bawling. And I'm yeah. sure people in the theaters were like, "This is horrifying." Right? Like watching him strangle this dog. Some people say that that's what aged the worst. The fact that he had to strangle his dog, but yeah, I mean, it added to the movie though. It really like, cause it made it very emotional. Mm -hmm. You could have done, you couldn't have gone wrong either way. There was probably a big fan base of keep that dog alive. Yeah. It wasn't going to happen. Sure. PETA went after them. was like, you didn't have to kill that dog. (laughs) It's a movie people. Yeah. For real. Um, did you see that PETA's going after the MLB for what? For calling the, uh, what do you call them? Oh, the uh, they're going after the MLB to change the name of the bullpen because it's insensitive oh, to bulls. Yeah, it's sensitive. Hey, PETA, bulls don't understand English, right? So it has, yeah, totally out of context. Totally out of context. Yeah, quit being sensitive. Yeah, for real. Um, what do you think? You know, so th- this was actually just something. One of my favorite scenes was like the dog. F- the dog fight yes. where he Will Smith is crawling back to his truck and the only thing he has he has one gun on him and all the dogs are waiting for the sunshine to, Dude, to you finish. Talk, you wanna talk about my nails being bite, bitten, bro? Through the roof. Anxiety. And you know, he's about to get eaten by that he's like fighting that dog on top of him, holding his head from just killing him, and here comes Sam out of nowhere. And just puts in the work. That that I thought was really that's a really good scene. Uh, one thing I 
and I was watching this on YouTube and you can, if you go back and watch it, you'll probably recognize it more. There's a big butterfly connection during the whole movie. And I think it's in the beginning first or more so in the flashbacks, his, is it, I think that's his son. Is it a guy? Yeah, it's a, he has a boy in the movie. I think so. His child, his child, anyways, is saying in the back to look at his butterfly. He's like making with his hands or something. I was wondering that too. In the movie first start, I was like, okay, so what's the theme with the butterflies? So then in the very, there's some other things that happen, but then the very end, he is looking at the girl that's with him's neck. And she has a tattoo of a butterfly. That's right. And then, now this is one I did not catch until YouTube pointed it out. The At the very end when the last dude's trying to break the glass, when he's just, it shatters a little bit yes, in the, in the shape of a, of a butterfly. butterfly. And that was to be that he was, I think to symbolize like he's being protected one more time by his wife and child. Yo, that's really good. Because I do remember that final like bash. Yeah. Like, the cracks like went up and and down and I was like, that's a butterfly. But right. I just never looked into why, no. what the butterfly symbolism meant, but that makes a ton of sense. So, that's a good scene. Another really good scene. Dang, I could go on for a minute, but uh, like one of the best scenes is how he captures one of them and then he gets captured. Yeah. And to see that guy just pulled the exact same trip trick on him and capture. Him. I thought that was really, I thought that was really good script writing to play it like that. And it showed the intelligence that like they still had their, their intelligence, even though they were mutated. Yeah. That was really cool to see, especially like when they were trying to break the glass and like Will Smith would like lock eyes with like their leader, I guess, or whoever it was that yeah, was leading the pack. The like you could see that like they acknowledged each other as like beings. Whereas like other zombie movies just treat them like they're just mutated yeah mindless freaks. Oh, and they were like fighting in the house too. Like he's going toe to toe. So did you also, this is the last thing I really have about the movie. There's an alternate ending. Have you looked at this? I haven't seen it yet. You know what it is? No, I don't. All right. So they realize, you know, in the regular ending that the cure is working on his test subject. Okay, like the one that he had strapped down the yeah, entire movie? Yeah, the one movie. he captured, he tested the cure on, and then it was working, and he shows the monster trying to break in, like the cure is working. So in the alternate ending, he opens the door, rolls out the girl, and then that guy takes the girl and leaves with all the other monsters. And Will Smith survives, and him and the other girl and her child yeah. are leaving New York over the bridge and then it cuts and i think he's talking at the end instead of her and he says i think he says this is my legend again <laughs> they just couldn't get that rid of that that's kind of tight i'm gonna have to youtube that after the after we're done it it was kind of hard to find actually like i had to go through a bunch of i had to find there's a it was like six parts and there was only like two minutes each i'm like yeah. why not just put this in one youtube video but so if you don't want Will Smith to die in the end, there is hope. <laughs> there, there's a version of the movie that exists where he does not die in the end. Yeah, so I thought I like that. I mean, the way he died was really cool, and I thought I I could I was fine with either way. So it's kind of cool that you get both. They should have saved the dog in an alternate ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Drop the ball, Jordan. Do you want to me to give you a few trivia facts about I Am Legend? Yeah, I will, and then we'll get out of here. 
Number one, this is great. Will Smith grew so uh, attached to his canine co-star that he tried to adopt her while filming was finished, but the dog's trainer would not be persuaded to give her up. Oh, that's sad. Will Smith, in preparation of this movie, talked to former prisoners to get an understanding of what it's like to be totally alone. The prisoners told Smith the key to surviving solitary confinement is creating a rigid schedule. And you see that with his his watches. Huh, that's interesting. That's going an extra mile right there. Yeah, it is. That's uh, method acting, if yeah. I've ever seen it. Um... Will Smith met with the scientists from the CDC to learn how to use the equipment properly so he wasn't just going, you know, while they were filming, which is really cool. Made it it seem more realistic. I wouldn't have known, but someone who did know would have been like, wow, he doesn't even know what he's doing. Oh, this is really cool, too. If you listen while the movie's going on, most of the movie has no score. There's no music in the background. This is to represent his solitude. I guess, yeah, there's not, I don't think there's one song played I don't think the whole so. movie. It's just his car screaming or monsters. <laughs> um, oh, there is one song. There, when he's at the house, he listens to Bob Marley. Yes, that's and it. That, maybe that represents. That might be the only song that was played the entire movie because he played that a couple times. He did. And maybe that represents he's in a safe place back at home. That's why he only plays it at home. No, they, they played it out on the road too, though, I think. Maybe. Not many songs. No, not many songs at all. Uh, before they started filming, Will Smith went on several dates with the dog who plays Sam so he can get to know her better so it wasn't a blind thing when they started shooting. You could tell, too, that the dog was comfortable around him, I felt like. This is one of the few movies in history that was greenlit without a script. The studio was just like, sold, make the movie, write the <laughs> Will script. Will Smith's now. name's on it? Sold, Yeah. Plants were transported via trucks from Florida to dress up the streets of New York as if weeds had taken over them. So it wasn't all CGI. A lot of it was real, wow. real uh, forests. Yeah, CGI wasn't wasn't where it is today. <laughs> so you probably would have been able to tell if it was. Right. Um, see if there's anything real good in here. Uh, that's really it. Did you know that this was based off of a book? I think I actually read that today. Really? That it that it's based off of a book? Yeah, I've never read the book though. Oh. Will Smith's daughter Willow played his daughter in the movie. So it is a daughter. Oh. And that's Willow, apparently. Doesn't even look like her. Well then again, no wait, is she the one with the song uh with the hair swinging song? Maybe. She's not paying attention. Um, When this movie was shown in IMAX, the movie played without trailers to save time for the six-minute opening bank heist sequence from The Dark Knight that came out just a few months after. Worth. That's tight. Man, I wish I would have seen I know. Did I see this in theaters? I saw The Dark Knight in theaters. I did not see this in theaters, obviously. I saw it two weeks ago. I saw Spider-Man 2 in theaters, and it was incredible. Side note, <laughs> has nothing to do with this. <laughs> it's several scenes in the movie. You see Will Smith watching Shrek. Yes. Will Smith called the head of DreamWorks to ask permission to use Shrek in this movie. And he's quoting it in one of the scenes. Indeed. I loved that scene. Yeah. 
Um, and then lastly, let's find one more. It took a team of around 350 people and 14 months to create all generated or all CGI for the creatures. Wow. So they, these guys worked day and night to, uh, to make this thing work. Ah, here we go. In Times Square, there's a billboard for the Justice League Mortal movie set to open May 10th, 2010. Never happened. Another 10 years and you get one. That's funny. Okay. And lastly, I'll leave it at this. The, the actors that were considered to do this role besides Will Smith. You ready? Yeah. Tom Cruise. I could have done it. Nicolas Cage. He could have done it. As cheesy uh, as he is, he could have done it, bro. He could have. Michael Douglas, uh, Mel Gibson, and Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm taking Tom Cruise out of that list. Yeah, I am too. Just because of the action side of his of Mission Impossible. Yeah. He has the ability for the action. Does his all does all of his own stunts. Yeah, he broke his back, didn't he? Like, yeah, he broke yeah, something he, filming like, the most recent uh, right. Mission Impossible. So movie. that was delayed. <laughs> but man, what a movie though. I know. Anything in summary to, to say about it? I'm I'm super glad that I think might maybe even you or I think I might have approached you about the idea, but because you brought up I Am Legend and I said I had never seen it. I think you asked me my favorite movies I and did. I was like and this was one of them. It just held up well. That's the thing, I gotta look back and has it held up well. And it has. So you know, I'm giving actually I'm going A. I'm going A minus for sure. I take that. We're talking about it. I'm like, man. Yeah, as we talk about it more, it makes you want to change your your score. So check it out, people. Yeah. I forget where I watched. I think it was on HBO Max, actually. So if you have HBO Max, go watch I Am Legend with Will Smith. I have it on DVD. And we, I think I bought it just because this is before streaming services were a big thing. Yeah, really? I hadn't even opened it. I had to open it to watch it. And I probably had it. Miranda and I were trying to find what day I bought that and it's probably been five, ten years. It's probably like the, the $2 bucket at Best Buy. Oh, yeah, and the best place saw, to be. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, yeah, gotta Dude, have it. four or five years ago, catch me just diving headfirst in that bin. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many, they put so many good movies. I know, right? That's like, you know, a weird place to go find movies is my last thing is you go to, when you go to Dollar Tree and they yeah. have a movie section, and you're like, what are these off-brand movies oh, dude. that you're promoting? They're like Toy Story knockoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the story of a toy. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? The low budget. Yeah, really. It, it is truly the Dollar Tree version. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wish.com version. Yeah, exactly. Jordan, thanks for joining me to talk about I Am Legend. Oh yeah, I've, I've never had someone happy about it. Well, I don't know if you, many. I don't. I'm sure more people have watched it than I think. But uh, I think it's one of the. I mean, again, it made so much money back in the day. This is just one of those movies that I just missed. Uh, yeah. And every time I told someone I hadn't seen it, they're like, "What?" So My, you had a lot of response of, "Oh wow, this was a good movie." Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. I knew it was going to be good going into it, um, mainly because, like what you said at the beginning, is Will Smith. Yeah. And usually. With the exception of a few things. Will Smith movies are pretty good. I agree. So let me hear your final rating. If I were to letter grade it, I'm going to stick to, I'm going to go B plus. B plus. Yeah. If I can't think of anything that like is, I can't think of anything that's keeping it from an A, 
But, like, I can't give everything an A. No, it's just right there at it. It is. It's a really damn good movie. You can go either way. Highly recommend watching it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. <laughs> at Warner Bros. if you want a second one. Really, though. Um, tweet them. Yeah, tweet at Warner Brothers. <laughs> Let's start a petition. Yeah. Well, how many say you need, like, 150,000 signatures, right? Maybe. I'm just going to give one out to every customer I meet. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, thank you for banking with us. And by the way, can you sign my petition to get <laughs> yeah. a sequel to I Am Legend? What is it? Ah, don't worry about it. Just sign here. Yeah, just just sign it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Like I said, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Me and Tanner are talking about the 1989 release of Batman. We'll see you guys then. Love you.